Welcome to Tuesday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. The most heated rivalry we will ever have <laughs> in Cover Lovers will happen today. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Tuesday, March 22nd. It is exactly one month since we started this podcast. It is. Our podcast is now 21 episodes old, officially. We yeah. are not going to do weekends ever. No, no, no. We're not. This show is not on the weekends. No. We need a break, too. Yeah, yeah. Just like you did need a break, you know? We need a break. So, we do have... Scary and Brody, Brody and Scary from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. They also have the Brooklyn Boys podcast. They are going to be joining us in an 8-bit version of Cover Lovers. So that's on the way. I also know, Carla, your nerd news today mm. and your What's Trending are very particular. Like a very particular person is going to enjoy both of those things. I can agree with that. Oh my God, I wonder if anyone enjoys like actual both of those things. Both of those things together? I'm sure there is someone. If you like pickleball and succulents, let me know. <laughs> Boy, is this a show for you. <laughs> uh, before we get into that, before we get into any of that, here are the biggest four headlines that we think you need to know before you hit the door. It's the core four. The core four. The four headlines you need to know. Miami Spring Breakers now have an official curfew. After two shootings over the weekend and injuries to police officers, the mayor of Miami, Dan Gelber, announced he will be imposing a midnight curfew throughout South Beach. Starting this Thursday at midnight, it will end at 6 a.m. on Friday morning. The same curfew will apply to Friday and Saturday nights. Mayor Gelber, along with the city manager, are also asking the city commission to extend the curfew to the following weekend since they only have the power to do it for 72 hours. The curfew means that only residents and visitors with hotel reservations will be allowed in South Beach once midnight hits. Although there have been no deaths or life-threatening injuries in Miami during spring break this year and arrests have gone down, there has been an uptick in gun confiscations. The mayor said the plan will help an already thin Miami police department deal with the problems that usually follow spring break crowds. And although the mayor hopes this will calm down the rowdy spring breakers, he also admits that, quote, it's very hard to deter idiots and criminals from doing things. Horrifying news coming out of China. A plane crashed into the mountains in southern China on a domestic flight yesterday. The Boeing 737-800 from China Eastern Airlines had 132 people on board. Chinese media is reporting that there are no survivors. The plane crashed after a sudden descent from cruising altitude. It's being reported it descended 20,000 feet in just over a minute and crashed nose first. Because the crash area is covered by a thick forest of bamboo, heavy rescue equipment was unable to reach the scene. It's surrounded by mountains on three sides and can only be accessed by a narrow path. Investigators have begun searching the wreckage and flight recorders to find out what caused the plane to plummet. America is inching closer and closer to a historic moment. Yesterday marked the start of the Senate confirmation proceedings for President Joe Biden's nominee for the Supreme Court. Her name is Kentanji Brown Jackson, and if confirmed, she will be the first black woman to serve on the Supreme Court. Yesterday's hearings basically served as an opening statement for everyone involved, from Jackson herself to nearly all of the 22 members of the panel. As with almost everything in our government these days, the panel played out along party lines with Democrats praising and defending President Biden's nomination and Republicans promising tough questions regarding her record on criminal matters. Like I mentioned earlier, if selected, Jackson would be the first black female in Supreme Court history, as well as the first ever former public defendant and only the third black person ever to serve in that role. 
Considering the Democrats have a slim majority for the time being, it's expected that this process will be wrapped up around Catholic Easter, finally fulfilling one of the bigger campaign promises made by President Biden. Disney has issued an apology after a high school drill team from Texas performed a racist chant during a Disney World parade. The Port Neches Grove High School's drill team goes by the name the Indianettes. They performed several stereotypical Native American poses during their performance, including a war whoop, before they began this chant. It's also been discovered that the drill team often wear ceremonial headdresses when performing. However, they were not allowed to wear them while performing in Disney's Magic Kingdom. Disney's spokesperson said the live performance did not reflect Disney's core values and they regret it taking place. They also said the performance was not consistent with the tape the school provided and that they have already put measures in place to make sure this is not repeated. However, a spokesperson from Port Neches Grove High School said they have performed at Disney eight times and have done the same performance every single time. The Cherokee Nation has reached out to the school district over the past few years to ask them to stop using offensive imagery, chanting, symbolism, and other practices in their school traditions. Hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. Considering how out of control gas prices are right now, there's a good chance the last time you pumped your gas, you glanced over at that Prius or Tesla driving by you and cursed them out in your head. I promise you, you're not alone. All of us gas-guzzling drivers have felt the same exact way. But here's some good news for the planet. Our little community of fossil fuel-dependent drivers is getting smaller and smaller. According to the Department of Energy, over 600,000 electric vehicles were purchased last year. That figure is more than double the amount of electric vehicles purchased in 2020. On top of that, almost 75% of those vehicles were completely electric, leaving only 25% of those as hybrid vehicles that use gas and electric. There are a couple factors that have led to the increase in electric vehicle purchases. First, people have become more conscious of our impact on the environment. Second, the price of gas has gone higher and higher. And third, charging stations have become faster and more common. So that has led hundreds of thousands of people to turn to electric vehicles. And the decrease in fossil fuels is certainly a hope for humanity when it comes to our environmental future. But it is important to remember that just turning our millions of vehicles electric won't single-handedly save the world from carbon emissions. Like a lot of new tech, as this develops and proliferates, electric vehicles are going to cause different types of problems for the environment, like sourcing new high-tech materials, and replacing and discarding millions of large car-sized batteries. I have been telling anyone who will listen about the small business box I curated for Happy Box. Now, if you don't know what Happy Box is, it's a care package or a gift-giving company. So you can send anyone in your life one of these really cool boxes and you get to choose what goes inside, which you can still do, but my box is pretty awesome and it supports small businesses. Every item in the box is from a small business. So in my box this month, you will get a giant cookie, a candle, a sticker, body butter, and and a limited edition You Look Great shot glass from mine and Anthony's company. So between Happy Box and all of those items, you are supporting six small 
businesses. Go shop the box for yourself or anyone in your life. It's only available for a limited time. And the link to get yours is in the description of this podcast. Just when I think their games couldn't get any weirder. All the songs you know and love, but different. Let's play Cover Lovers. Welcome to today's version of Cover Lovers, where we have one guest who has already critiqued how we play the game. <laughs> uh, another one who said he's not going to do very well. Carla Marie, would you like to explain who our guests are? Yes, it is Brody and Scary, Scary and Brody, executive producers of Elvis Duran in the Morning Show and co-hosts of the Brooklyn Boys podcast. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> so here's how this game is going to work. You guys will each have your own part of rounds one, two, and three. And the style of cover song you are going to be identifying today are 8-bit video game covers. So they're all going to sound like the games that we grew up with. Okay. okay. I have but the music is the music's not from the 80s and 90s necessarily. It could be. Could be. Uh, not necessarily. Uh, okay. Yes. Right. Okay. By the way, I've been listening to two cellos for two days now because you use that. And <laughs> apparently we're not using that today. So no, I wasted a lot no. of time. We try to switch it up on everybody. But I yeah, did, well, nobody told me that. Okay. I did say to Carla Marie, as we were getting ready to play this, both you... Brody and you, Scary, have some of the best memories and yes. of people that I've ever met in my life. Yeah, I think you'll that's do this. So, yeah, that's going to make us, us look even worse now. Right <laughs> yeah. here. Uh, by the way, I've been, we've been listening. I've been listening to your podcast. I like this morning show podcast. Oh, wow. I love what you're doing, and I think it's great. While I was in Columbia, I listened to a couple of episodes. Uh, that doesn't oh, get you any points, by the way, right? Like, if I suck up, do I get extra points? I, if it's a tie, I think we'll just give it to, <laughs> to Scary now. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. going to get rid of the Well, uh, when we're looking for an executive producer, Scary, maybe we'll uh, enlist you. All right. All right. When they're looking for a good one, they'll enlist me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do this. I'm very excited. Here we go. Brody, you are going to kick off round one. Damn it. Here is your first clue. Okay, Brody, do you know the answer? Yes, that is Happy by Pharrell. There we go. Two points. I told you you'd be good. Oh, that one, I, I feel like that was easy. I feel like it's going to get really hard. Well, the rounds will get harder. Now, we are going to okay. go over to scariest part of round one, still in the easy I section. Hope he misses this. <laughs> Here we go. Scary Jones. Scary. Right. That, that's uh, Call Me Maybe from Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Perfect through round one. Now, as I said, they will get a little harder as we go. Brody, here is the first clue of round two. I steal this because I know it. I, I believe that's the actual <laughs> music track from that song. <laughs> that is uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cindy Lauper. Nice. Once again. Ooh, this next one. I just, I'll be quiet. All right. Carla Marie can't say anything. Scary your clue in round two. Here we go. Oh, boy.
That is 99 Red Balloons by Nina. Woo! Or if it's the German version. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, whoa, whoa. He knew both answers. Say, say that again. 99 Luft Balloons. Yeah. There you go. Both, by the way, had them all written down. Yeah. Would have been appropriate answers. 99 Red Balloons. <laughs> okay, so From we go in 1983. I have I have the record, the 45, <laughs> which is like a small disc, and on the on one side, the A side is the English, and the B side oh, wow. yes. is the German. Huh. I have it as well. Wow. Well, I guess I picked the right song well, for you guys. Well, one point more for each of you for that. Uh, okay, <laughs> yes, okay, going into round three, completely tied, four to four. Brody, as always, you are kicking off each round. Here is your clue. Boy, go for it, Brody, because I'm going to steal it <laughs> oh, no. if you don't have it. Scary the shark. Hold on, hold on. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> bad it's not a humming game, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to pass. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, scary yeah. for the steal. That's yeah, scary. That would be Royals by Lord. Brody. Yeah, Brody, you wrote parodies to that song. Exactly. <laughs> when the Kansas City Royals were in the World Kansas, Series when like, I still worked there. Yeah. Well, so Scary wins the whole game. He doesn't even need his last song. No, because if he gets it. No, 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 hold on. Oh, hold no. On. Brody can steal. I'm if sorry. If you get zero points here, Brody can actually steal your points, and Scary, and take it oh. to. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. I miss Royals. Come the tiebreaker. Okay. Right. Yeah. Now, here for the win is your clue, Scary Jones. Brody knows he lost. Yeah, <laughs> I know because if these songs were switched, I would have definitely gotten it. Okay, That's scary. Firework from Katy Perry. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you have it. That was fun. Now, I know you guys, um, oftentimes when you're doing your podcast, you debate as to whether it's the Brooklyn Boys podcast with Brody and Scary or Scary and Brody. And I think for the next podcast, now that Scary won our game, it should have to be referred to as the Brooklyn Boys podcast with With Scary Scary and and Brody. Brody. I would concur. (laughs) Of course you would. I I didn't agree to this beforehand. (laughs) The Somehow. link to all the ways to find them and to listen to their podcasts are in the description of our podcast. Uh, it's I a good game, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, nerds. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. Let's talk about the resurgence of pickleball. If you've heard a lot about pickleball lately, that's on purpose. Okay. What is pickleball, though? Okay, so pickleball is a paddle sport that combines a bit of tennis, badminton, and table tennis. So you can play with two or four players. Everyone uses solid paddles to hit a ball over a net on a court, and the ball is very much like a wiffle ball. Okay. So in 2019, USA Pickleball, that is the sport's governing body, hired a new marketing consultant, Laura Gaynor. Laura fell in love with pickleball so much that she transitioned her entire marketing agency to focus on pickleball brands and organizations. 
During the summer of 2020, USA Pickleball introduced a brand refresh. They positioned the sport to be more youthful with a new website and logo. So at the end of 2020, USA Pickleball had 33,000 members. You can sign up on their site. Now there are 56,000 and it's expected to pass 70,000 by the end of this year. USA Pickleball started working with social media influencers. Now, they don't have a budget to pay them, so they'll send them new pickleball equipment. Even Franklin Sports, you may know them from the batting gloves you see every MLB player wearing, has made its mark on pickleball. They've been involved with the sport for six years, and in more recent years, they've started to look for athletes who could be ambassadors for the sport. Last year, they signed a deal with a pickleball athlete and influencer, Leo Chun, who is eight years old. Insane. So if you want a new activity for the summer, it's pickleball. And I have said pickleball more in this story than I have in my entire life. There aren't many things in life that work out as beautifully as this. Two of my best friends from college started a clothing company called Roosevelt's a few years back. And it has absolutely taken off. Roosevelt shirts basically have a cult following now, and they've partnered with some of the biggest entertainment brands in the world. If you need a dope throwback Nickelodeon shirt, for example, or maybe you need to find the perfect gift for the office fan in your life, they've got it. Maybe you need a comfortable polo or a button-down shirt to look professional on your Zoom call, but still be comfy while you work from home. They've got you covered with their Buttersoft line, which, by the way, I absolutely love. And with summer right around the corner, they literally have hundreds of shirts so you can make a statement at your next barbecue or music festival. And here's the best part. The Roosevelt's have given us a very special link that you can check out in the description of this podcast. And if you use code CMA at checkout, you get 20% off your entire Roosevelt's order. And you'll help support an awesome small business in Hoboken while also supporting me and Carla Marie and the whole morning show podcast idea. It's a one-time use code, so make sure you load up that Roosevelt's card before you use it. Check out the link in the description of the podcast. Use code CMA when you check out and thank me later. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. Let's get to an understanding. My job is to cover ridiculous things that arise in pop culture. So in short, I'm just doing my job. This is Pop Stop. A petition to stop Kanye West as the Coachella headliner has reached 25,000 signatures. The change.org petition is called Remove Kanye from Coachella. Mm -hmm. And in the description, it says, we have watched Kanye harass, manipulate, and hurt Kim, P, and others for over a year now. No one seems to stand up to him, and the ones that do, he also puts under fire. They also stated it's ridiculous that he's allowed to do this freely and that Coachella should be ashamed of themselves for giving him a platform. And over the weekend, news broke that Kanye was removed as a Grammy performer. Insiders say the Grammy said it was due to his concerning online behavior. Now, I have said to Anthony for over a month... There is no way Kanye will be allowed to perform at Coachella. I don't know. I still think he's going to be there. And I, I will believe he's going to be there until he is officially removed. How else would he not be there? No, like, I'm going to continue to believe he's going to be there. Oh. Like, this petition doesn't make me think that he's not going to be there. Well, we'll see. The festival takes place in California in mid-April. You want to talk about weird? How about Pusha T representing Arby's in a rap battle with McDonald's? Yeah, I know. It sounds insane, so let me break this down for you. First, who is Pusha T? We first met Pusha T as part of the rap group Clips coming out of Virginia. He then shot back into relevancy with his rap beef with Drake, where he exposed Drake's hidden child, Adonis, to the world. Okay, so now that we've got that out of the way, it turns out 
that back in 2003, Pusha T, along with his brother No Malice, Pharrell, and Justin Timberlake, came up with the McDonald's I'm Loving It jingle. That jingle has been one of the company's longest-running ad campaigns. Well, in a very 2020 turn of events, Pusha T claimed he was underpaid for that jingle and has teamed up with Arby's to do a fish sandwich diss track. Going to say that again. Pusha T has teamed up with Arby's to do a fish sandwich diss track. At this point in the story, I don't even know what to do other than play you a clip of a legitimate rapper dissing McDonald's' filet of fish sandwich. And in the very beginning, you'll hear a reference to the I'm Loving It jingle that Pusha helped create. I'm the reason the whole world love it. Now I gotta crush it. Filet your fishes. Then you should be disgusted. How dare you sell a square fish asking us to trust it? A half slice of cheese. Mickey D's on a budget. Okay, before we move on, I've gotta be honest. It's actually not that bad. The rap, I have no idea how the fish sandwich tastes. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. If you're a succulent lover like me, you're going to freak out about this because I am geeking out about this company. What if you were to say, Carla Marie, if you're a sucker for succulents? Oh, let's make that. Write what? that down. We're going to make that company. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> before that, before you can shop our company, Lula's Garden is a succulent gifting company. So you can mail someone an already planted succulent and it comes in this super cute box. Now the front of the box can say anything like, thank you, happy birthday, maybe with sympathy. There's a bunch of things to choose from. Okay. But when you pull off the top of the box, sitting there in the bottom of the box is a perfect little succulent. It's really cute. There's a lot of different succulents to choose from. Um, so if anyone needs to get me a gift for anything, I will take a succulent from Lula's Garden or what is it called? What do we suckers for succulents? Yeah, that's the one. Well, that, that company doesn't exist. Okay, well, shop Lula's Garden. The link is in the description of our podcast. The Morning Show Podcast. I listen to you guys every morning with Carla Marie and Anthony. We can officially thank Scary and Brody in that order, right? Because Scary yeah. won, so it's Scary and Brody. We can officially thank them for joining us today on the Morning Show Podcast. But more important than them, Thank you for giving us some of your time because we know your time is valuable and spending it here with us on the Morning Show podcast. Yeah, I appreciate it, but I have bad news, Anthony. What's that? I'm on GoDaddy.com and sucka for succulents is taken. Sue them. <laughs> I don't know how we would do that. <laughs> we have no reason to. Uh, thank you very much to Jason Burrows, who produces all of the audio that you hear. He does that with the voice of the one and only Lauren Ray and the logo that you can see on your podcast player, maybe even your car display if you have Android Auto or CarPlay. Mm -hmm. That is done by the ever-talented Mike Meredith. You look great. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show Podcast. Catch Carla Marie and Anthony live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony.